Tegan slid across the room on his stomach, penguin slide style. They went up the stairs. Penguin slide style. I love yeah. that that's a term. It, it is. It's a new fighting stance. It is a new fighting stance. It's very ineffective, but it is a fighting stance. Welcome back. Paul Pacher and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back Blast to off. Paper, Pencil, okay, let's try that again. Welcome back to Paper, <laughs> Pencil, Dice. So, uh, last time our heroes were in the uh, castle or palace of the Winter Queen. Uh, palace uh, suspended upside down underneath the ice um, in the winter wastes, but uh, they had... I told uh, you just to let it go. <laughs> they uh, had uh, kind of destroyed the throne room on their way out, uh, flooding it with water and partially melting the large ice statue or person, not sure what they were, uh, as they escaped the room. And... Uh, Athir and Tormir had escaped to the ceiling, and the other three, Tegan, Tabitha, and Dis- and Darthal, uh, through the other uh, through the stairs on the other side of the room. And this is a big Are room. Really so. calling him Darthal? I don't know. You can call it. We can call him whatever we want. So, um, as you were, we're gonna skip the round of introductions this time around, and we <gasps> are going to uh, shift the listener's viewpoint. So. As we fade to black, we fade uh, fade up again, and we open our scene in a tavern. There is a warm fire in a, that's burning in the, the fireplace on one side of the room. There's soft fiddle music being played by a bard sitting in the corner on a small stage. There are six tables of various shapes and sizes around the room, uh, each with a variety of chairs. Um, some are wooden, some are upholstered. All the chairs look comfortable, and none of them look like they match each other. Um, tonight looks as though it were a rel- relatively slow night at this tavern. There's only a half dozen patrons sitting in the room, uh, and uh, only uh, two or three of the tables appear to be uh, have anyone sitting at them at all. Uh, the conversations between the patrons are quiet enough that the occasional crackle of the fire can still be heard over them. Uh, three of them, a satyr, a gnome, and a catfolk, are playing cards at a table uh, across from a pixie that is sitting on the table surface itself on the other side of the table. Uh, she is holding cards that are nearly half her own size uh, in their game. Uh, another table has two uh, blue-skinned human women that are having a conversation over drinks as well. Uh, there's a middle-aged half-orc barkeep nearly seven feet tall with a sizable midsection. Uh, he's wiping down the bar top at one end of the room, gently leaning to and fro to the fiddle music as he cleans his bar. Um, suddenly, uh, we as the listeners hear a crack and bending and breaking. Uh, it sounds like boards snapping. And we will uh, move over to uh, Tormir, punching his way through a wooden plank floor and ascending up into a room. A theater following shortly after. <laughs> just the image of Tormir like beating his way through a floor. It's kind of interesting. Look, I punched my way into, the, into this problem. I'll have to punch my way out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, so I I guess I crawl through the hole that I've punched. Uh, you look around. You appear to As be as well. You said you're in the back Sim? room of at least a, like what looks like possibly a storeroom. Uh, there's barrels and bo- crates of what look like foodstuffs, uh, water, ale. Very confusing. Also, very different temperature from the room you just came from. Because the room you were just in was very cold and rather humid, too, from the water rushing in the room. And this feels warm and cozy and not at all what you just came from. And looking back down the hole, it doesn't look like it's ice, either. Down the hole, it looks like you just punched your way up through dirt. I hate this place. I hate this place. I hate this place. Um... There isn't a door to the storeroom. It's just kind of a door frame to enter, mm-hmm. like what appears to be the main area. Uh, I pause and listen for a second just to hear kind of what's going on around me before I start making my way through. Okay, uh, you hear roughly what I described at the beginning—just sort of okay. uh, like little co- of a, in a conversation, some crackling fire, and some very gentle uh, fiddle music that you can hear in the distance. Is there only one? I guess way into this room is just that doorway. Correct. It, there is okay. not an emergency exit in this room. What you mean? It's not up to fire code. It is not. This would not in, uh, pass a modern inspection. Luckily, there are no modern inspections in this tavern. I mean, especially given I that say. it's got a hole through the floor right now. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, a um you were climbing up behind a or behind Tormir. Do you? Also climb your way through the hole? Yeah, I will uh, follow Tormir, and uh, he obviously knows where he's going, obviously. So the moment the two of you uh, fully ascend up through the floor, um, relatively quickly, uh, not so quickly you couldn't react if you wanted to, but uh, quicker than you would expect, the boards that you broke almost seem to be like growing back together and they you know, kind of form sort of like you see branches and stuff like that form and then it kind of all just settles back into what you would what you would assume originally the board shape was so the floor itself regrew uh covering back up the hole there goes my alibi um yeah i just uh help well i help a theory, you know through the hole when he when he's getting up but hmm. once he's up i just kind of like nudge my head towards the door and start casually walking towards it okay or entryway smile and wave boys smile and wave <laughs> nothing to uh, see here so the two of you guys walk out of the storeroom and a uh, couple people look up uh not like out of any sort of surprise but just you know someone else has walked into the room like you would at any small tavern, just if someone walks into the room, you just kind of look up, acknowledge who they are, and then go back to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what all of them do. Um, the uh, bartender looks at you, uh, you know, still rag in hand, and goes, Ah, welcome to the end of the world. What do you have? Well, that explains a lot more of that, then. Do you have any tea? Uh, I have a few different types of tea. What do you have? Whichever one's... No, actually, no, that's probably a bad idea. Uh, just a variety of black tea. He, uh, goes, like, kind of crouches down. He's a pretty tall guy. He's almost, he's a little over seven feet tall. 
So he has to kind of go down into a squat position to get stuff underneath the bar. And he comes up with this small wooden chest. And he uh, puts it on the bar, spins it around so it opens towards you, opens it up. And there's about 12 different varieties of uh, black and green teas in there. And he goes, uh, you may uh, take your choice. And then he, and, he and how much is the tea? Uh, is this your first time here? How much is the tea? How much would you like to pay? I'd be willing to let go of a couple silver. Then it's a couple silver. All right. And I, you know, just go through and smell okay. the you different. You find uh, some very good quality, some poorer quality. Kind of runs the runs the gamut. I just you know look for one that I like and okay go. Oh, right, yeah. this this one would be nice. Okay, uh, while you're kind of sorting through them, he's uh, all, he's already kind of gone off and he has a uh, small kettle that he had uh, over you know a small fire, and he takes it and pours you a cup of hot water. And while he's doing that, he's looking over to Theron and he goes, "And what do you have?" I'm good right now. I am not thirsty. Not a problem. So he kind of packages back up the tea and puts it back underneath the bar. And goes, so, what brings you here? Uh, In this case, it is Tormir over here that brings me here. Ah, your name is Tormir then. No, his name is. Uh, You looked at Tormir and said that. And and what is your name? Uh, I don't have a name. Everyone has a name. Um. So, uh, can you tell me more about this place? Actually, I'm kind of curious. Well, this is a place that many come to and none mean to. That makes sense. We uh, but it's a pretty nice place. It's cozy. It's warm, and it's uh, people stay as long as they like or as little as they like. And oh, here comes one now, and the door opens up. The front door opens up and in walks Tabitha. By herself. Hmm. You walked up the but stairs. But I went up the stairs, didn't I? You went up the stairs with everybody else. And okay. you found yourself walking through a door, a wooden door, into a tavern. And looking behind you, the rest of your group is not with you. So I guess I, I, I dress her at this point and say, Tabitha. Did you say you dress me? Yes, I dress you. That's just what I do. Um, <laughs> well, I, I swear that's what I thought you said. He, I thought he pulls out the measuring tape you. and no. Okay. Like mm. what? So so oh. w- so uh, what what do you say in addressing her, Athir? I I ask her. Um, so so where is uh, Francis and the other one? Aren't they with me? Francis, uh, um, I believe Francis is with you. Where, um, Gregory was with me as well. Was he with you? Okay. Then Craig, well, she, yes. Tony. Both. Tony had said that the, only Tabitha walked through, so I just assumed. Okay. Of of the of the three com, com main character companions, Tabitha walked through. Uh, Francis and Gregory. Um, you didn't see them walk through with you, but as soon as you're asked and you look down, they're by your feet. Okay. Oh, so, they're, they're right here. And Athir, oh. you kind of noticed the fact that they weren't there, which is why you asked. And as soon as she looked down, they were. That's unusual. 
How how did you guys get in front of me? Where is this place? The uh, orc bartender, half orc bartender on the uh, beyond the bar goes. Ah, welcome, uh, Tabitha. Is it? Um, yes, this is the end of the world. What do you have? Or at least as we know it. I'm but just waiting feel- for the sentient cow to come through. Do you, do you feel fine? Tony, you get my joke. Yeah. Or reference, at least. Um. What, what's, uh, what do you have? What are you interested in? Uh, I have I have far too many things to list. Okay. Uh, can I get an ale? Certainly. Uh, just you want the the is house ale? Is this the bar or? of requirements? He he looks at you. Goes, he goes. Do you want just the house ale or any partic- any certain ale in particular? The house ale's fine. Okay. He goes and he grabs a little, uh, you know, decanter and grabs a cup, pours it for you, and hands it to you. It's a average ale. It doesn't, it's not bad, but it's not nothing to write home about. And he goes, enjoy. Thank you. Um, so how did you guys get in front of me? I thought I was in front of you. Oh, we climbed up the statue. I thought you guys were right behind me. No, they were on the opposite side of the oh, room. Oh, no, they were. They went to the other way. Now, granted, <laughs> you did not see them because you and Jathal had gone up the stairs uh, right. before they climbed up the statue. Tegan, however, did see them climb up as he was the last one to go up the stairs. We had to take around. a bit of a detour. Well, I mean, there was uh, problems. <laughs> Where's... Uh, Jethal and uh, Tegan. Tegan was right with me. I'm only hoping to see right, one no, of those Tegan, two show It up. was Jethal that was with me. That's right. I'm losing my mind. The last I saw of uh, poor little Tegan was he was falling after you. Hmm. He was right behind me. This place works in mysterious ways. I'm. What is this not place? Not gonna question it. I am. Like, I know we know the name, but like, what is it? Is do we know anything from any uh, like mystical or anything lore that would would help us recognize this location? Actually, Are we still hey, in hey, the barkeep. barkeep. Yes. Uh, what part of the Feywild would be? Would this be? Um, not really in any particular part. The The end of the world really is kind of its own part. Um, it's technically part of, um, uh, I believe when you entered the Feywild, you entered in the crossroads, correct? Correct. Aye. So this would technically be in the same area, but not connected to the crossroads. If that makes sense. Not really, but nothing only, much does around here. Only one of us entered in through the crossroads. True. Just, just, just saying. 
Yeah. No, no, no. You, well, none of you guys were fully in one world or another. They were trapped in the crossroads. Jathal willingly entered the crossroads. So, the, um, yeah, so they're just, they're, they're sitting there. You hear, uh, like a, a bit of a boom, not like a loud boom, but as, uh, someone like pounds on one of the tables and goes, ha, I win. And you look over and you see it was the, uh, the cat folk and he reaches up and like, you know, throws his cards down and everyone else kind of groans and sets their card down and he reaches and pulls a bunch of. Just random objects, some money, some random like acorns, leaves, um, a diamond of some sort, and he just kind of pulls it all towards him, and uh, they he they begin dealing out another hand of cards. So what are we gonna do about just all? So are you guys having this conversation in front of the barkeep, or did you guys go off and get your own table? I figure we're still at the bar. Okay. So Athir and Tabitha would be the two that could hear that. Hear that. Um, are you talking about his uh, darker nature? Yeah, I don't trust him at all. He's up to something and he's not being honest with us. Hmm. Yeah, it's strange that he's he keeps changing. I don't know what that's all about. It's the Feywild. I wonder if they knows what's going on here. I wonder if they're different. Jethal's like just in time, or uh, no, we decided it was in uh, different worlds. But I just, I wonder why well, if that means that he's in different worlds that means there's different ones of us? I wonder if we're all that different? I don't want to think about that kind of a paradox. I, I hope that there's a world where Tegan's actually competent. Some things are universally true. Can you imagine the world is where he them. is, like, competent and keeps his pants on? That is the underlying nature of the Tegan, though. The nexus nature, if you will. <laughs> Taking off your pants and messing around? Kids, ask your parents. Just like the defining characteristic of Jethal thinking he's better than everyone else. No sooner do you say that, and the door opens up again, and in walks Jethal. Oh, great. Oh, there you guys are. I was so, I was confused. I didn't know where. Where are you? It's like, it's like Tabitha disappeared, but then I didn't know what happened. I'm glad to see Tormir, you, and Ethir were able to get out. I know you guys were behind us. Wait. Wait. But how did you get out? Magic! That's 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 some magic you have there. Um, 
Maybe you'll have to teach me sometimes. Escaping death. Escaping a death room. Death room. Sure. I'll show you the magic that I used. <laughs> Is that the new type <clears throat> of escape room? I I cast punch. <laughs> <laughs> What uh, what do we what do we got going on here? We we aren't we? Do we need to go somewhere? Why are we why are we just hanging out in a tavern? A uh, large Tegan. a large half orc uh, bartender who is standing behind the bar. I guess where a bartender should be. Um, no. Looks at you. Looks at you, Jethal, and says, "Ah, welcome to the end of the world. Can I get you something?" Oh, the end of the world, eh? Uh, that's an interesting name for a tavern. Uh, Not really. Sure, There's one in be... Scotland. That's the world's end. Oh, that's at the world's okay. end. Uh, yeah, give me your uh, your finest red wine. Certainly. Red, red wine. Would you like drier or sweeter? The drier, the better, please. Certainly. He uh, goes, what, excuse me a moment, and he has to step behind the bar and go back into the storeroom. And about a 30 seconds so, later, he comes back and pours you a glass. It's got a little goblet, and he hands it to you. Excellent. Thank you, my dear sir. Certainly. If you uh, need any more, the bottle's right here. Oh. Wonderful service, thank you. So, uh, we just taking a break. We, you, you said we're waiting on Tegan. Do we know where he is? He'll be along whenever he's along. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, what do you? How? What's uh? What? What? What's our next steps? Uh, did, did you get the? Green stone? I'm assuming the I have no idea what we're gonna be doing next, honestly. This place is just terrible. Okay. Then, uh is that is that a no? Did you not get the stone or So how did you guys you... make it here? We came up the stairs? And I just no, I came, came up through the, the stairs door. and there was just a door. But you were several minutes behind. I mean, I was that long behind? I could have swore Tabitha was right in front of me as I came to it. You know, she was just not, but maybe ten steps ahead of me. Well, and that was weird that... Um, my uh that Francis and uh Gregory weren't behind me or weren't with me and then until you asked and then he was right there they were right there seems strange to me I guess our next steps after Tegan arrives is to try and find the original just all that we knew The uh, door opens again, 
and in walks a about six and a half foot tall human. Uh, mostly bald on top, kind of has a little bit of hair on the sides. It's white. He's got a little bit of a beard. It's uh, doesn't look like he's grown a beard on purpose. It's more looks like it's been a long time since he's shaved. Um, he's wearing a, a fur, uh, like a fur, like hide armor. Uh, has a uh, double axe uh, strapped to his back. Uh, big, huge, jovial smile on his face, and he walks in the door and. He uh, all, he doesn't really have to, but you know how if if you're tall enough and you're near the top of the door frame, you kind of unintentionally duck regardless. Um, he kind of does that as he's walking through the door because the door's not the door frame's not that much taller than he is. And uh, he comes in the room and looks around, kind of shakes off. It looks like uh, some uh, snow or stuff like that had uh, settled into his uh, hide armor that he was wearing. Closes the door behind him and goes. Looks around, says, well, I didn't expect to see the four of you here. You were expecting and us? who are you? Oh, endless surprises, this place, I swear. And uh, the half-orc looks at him and goes, welcome to the end of the world. What do you have? He goes, end of the world, eh? Well, uh, guess I'll take an ale. Uh walks over and the bartender goes and gives him an ale hands it to him says what do I owe ya what do you want to owe me uh can it be on the house absolutely so he slides oh, the ale over choice. and uh takes a sip of it uh and looks at the, you guys and goes Jethal a fear and uh, you are you're Tormir of the uh, the white lily right and what's your name uh, Hammond wait why wouldn't I recognize him the dinosaur guy uh, he looks a little bit older than the last time you saw him. Is you know probably once he gets closer, and he identifies himself. You weren't honestly sure who he was necessarily at first. And he looks he, <laughs> he looks different with facial hair too, or with this much facial hair anyway. I um, uh, I nonchalantly kind of move. Oh. Basically to the far end of the bar where he is not. He kind of, you know, takes a moment, but then doesn't really react much. He just kind of shrugs and, you know, doesn't really seem to be bothered by you moving away. He goes, so... It's been so long. What? What's the last thing you remember before coming to the Feywild? I'm just curious. For the Feywild. Well, there was the Battle of Nishtun. Shame. They had uh if the if if the invading forces hadn't have had that dragon, we probably could have won. But that uh the Draco that's made all the difference. 
Rollis put up a good fight, too. All right, this is making a little bit more sense now. Um, yeah, we are those people that you mentioned, but not quite those people that you mentioned. So, not sure I follow. I mean, you're dead. I mean, we're at the end of the world, so I guess that makes sense, but... It's not that kind of dead. Like, yes, I'm dead, but not me personally. Um, that's a different version of me from a different path in time. Okay. He walks over to one of the tables, kind of takes one of the chairs back, flips it around, kind of sits in it sort of like saddle style. So he's kind of sitting in it backwards, facing uh, the table, and he gestures at, one of, yeah, what, what, gestures at one of their tables and goes, well, we got, um, I, I mean, we got time, we got drink. Why don't you... Tell me your story, I suppose. There's only four seats at this table, right? Uh, there are five at the seats bar. at this table. Weren't we it's at a, the it's bar? A, no, he, well, he walked over to a table and grabbed a chair. And gestured. Oh, it's a, oh. it's a, this is a circular table with five chairs around it. He moved away from us. Got yeah. It. He grabbed a chair, spun it around, sat in it backwards facing the table. And uh, gestured at one, another one. And, you know, took his drink with him and said, well, we have drink, we have time. Tell me your story. So, yeah, we were in a battle at Malatune, not Nishtune, but pretty similar situation. However, we were able to stop the uh, Dark Worgen person. I can't remember his name. He's not very important, but... From Good ever resurrect, resurrecting, uh, bless, you, uh, bless you, ever resurrecting the Draco Lich. It was a bit so of a happy accident. So you stopped the Drake. Okay, that explains that. So you were at the Battle of Malatune because when the Draco Lich came, we were told by, and he points it to Thal, by you, that... Me? Yeah. You told us that a Dracolich had risen. And we assembled our forces and eventually took the battle back to Nishtune. And, uh... Oh, so that was what would happen if Hup didn't take it? No, Hup was... Well, Hup wasn't with you. Um, you guys had explained to me that, that Hup had uh, taken the uh, the phylactery and become Kundal, or at least became the vessel Kundal was in. I don't understand how any of that stuff works, so forgive me if I say something incorrect. I put a, um, a silver on the bar for my drink and sit down. Bartender nods at you. Um... Athir or Jathal, do either of you guys sit at the table? Yeah, I come sit over, I come bring my drink and sit down, and I'm like, well, Hammond, uh, you and I are from different times, different places, even from these other three. Really? It seems. So you have a separate story yourself. 
a bit, yes. Do these... Uh, he looks at uh, back over at Torbjorn and goes, Do you guys know his story? It's mostly lies. He kind of like raises one eyebrow and goes, Lies? That's not the thought I know. Right, but this is an inferior version. Those are strong words coming from you. Yes, but unlike you, I can tell the truth. Why do you say that he's inferior? Well, let's. He's uh, from just a different time period. There are words I cannot say right now, but my character would be saying them about him. (laughs) Family friendly podcast. Um, So he kind of holds one hand up uh, towards Tormir, like a hold on a moment type gesture, and and then uh, waves his hand over towards Jethal and says, Well, tell me your story, and I'll be the judge of whether or not it sounds truthful to me. Well. I similarly had a, uh, I guess, an initial instance of uh, where we went to to Nishtun. Um but I believe it was before. Well, let's just go into it. So, <clears throat> myself, Athir, Tegan, and Hup went to Nishtun and uh, to to retrieve the the scorpion stone and uh, instead of Hup taking the phylactery I was able to defeat Kundal really? and destroyed uh, him single handedly? yes and explain to him how you did that yeah, so he, he looks I'm over at Tormigos I'm very suspicious he looks over Torm and goes, "Well, if he's telling the truth, I don't think he's the uh, he's he's the uh, inferior one. He seems superior to me so far." Keep going. So, as Tormi requested, I defeated Kundal by before he was released from the phylactery. I was able to utilize the Scorpion Stone and this, uh, and I pull out the scimitar with the stone in the butt of it. Uh, pommel. Pommel, whatever. <laughs> uh, and with this scimitar and the stone combined, I was able to defeat the spirit of Kundal that was still held in the phylactery. So the sword... Isn't this and- the... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tabitha. Isn't that... The scimitar that doesn't allow you to drink? Or is that a different one? I mean it And that all I'm not sure what you mean dust in your mouth and you have to kill things so you can live. I don't believe I've ever uh experienced those. That's cause you're uh-huh. lying. I so I have many questions on the fact that this is the exact same thing sword that uh Tegan has. I mean has. it is cursed. It is it is cursed. I absolutely agree. It is okay. cursed. Okay. But 
Tegan would literally die if he did not uh, fulfill the curse. And also, he could not drink or eat until there was um, uh, magic that was put on it. Hmm. How are you getting around this? Maybe, maybe, I mean, our worlds were very different. Maybe this is a different curse than his? I, I, I guess I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, Have I seen him eat or drink anything? I'm drinking the wine right now. Mm. I did tell Tegan that w- if we could find the Volenstone here in the Feywilds, I believed there was a way to get both of us to have this curse removed. And that is my goal. Is to help So what is your both curse you and if I. it's different? Hey Tabitha, go ahead and give me a perception check really quick. Do 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 hold on, let me pull up my Hello character sheet. Oh, I see what it was. Gregory's was right on top of it. Ah, get off my... Okay, stop. What? what how is this doing this? Scolding your character sheets does not make them behave better. What? No, it's like no. I can't move. I can't Scold- move my mouse. Scolding your dice, however, does make them work better. That is a well-known fact. Except for in... Uh, well, like, every time I move my mouse, the Craigery sheet would, like, move as well. Do and I, so I was trying to, like... I finally got away from it. You said perception? Yes. <laughs> 35. Alright, with a 35... Um, as you're talking to Jathal and you're like, well, and he goes, well, I'm drinking this right now. And you kind of take a whiff of it and it doesn't really is smell. Is it blood? Yes, it is. Uh. You, you just, but the thing is, it's, it's not just straight blood. Like there's like seasonings and spices and, you know, things. It actually smells. Are you pl- drinking blood? It smells pleasant, but you kind of get the aroma of, of. Is know. that how you got around it? It's is that how you blood. got around it? You're drinking blood. No, this is just a very dry, dark, red wine. It's blood. I know the smell of blood. I'm not stupid. I'm a hunter. And there he goes. You just put again. some fancy stuff on it. I mean, I just ordered a red wine. I don't know what was given to me, I guess, necessarily. I didn't know if this... It didn't taste like uh, blood. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, it doesn't taste like at all like blood. Wink. How that I can tell? Uh-huh. Barkeep. Oh, the Did irony you... in him trying to convince people he's not a liar. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, barkeep. Yes? I have a question for you. Certainly. How did you know that this uh, person needed uh, blood? That's what he ordered. No, he ordered red wine. That's what he said. But what he ordered was what I gave him. How did you know that was what he needed? I had no idea. How... What, why, why do you think I need blood? 
because you do. I assume that's what's in this uh, bottle anyway. I don't know what's in it. How did you know I... to grab that bottle? Because did you that... just grab a bottle and then it was filled up with the liquid that was needed? Correct. I grabbed the bottle that uh, was ordered by Jathal. And but he, you don't actually in... know what's in it. What's in it is what he wants. Not what he'd asked for. But I didn't want blood. <sighs> but you're drinking it. Now, um, Barkeep, can yeah. I have a regular wine for him, please? Or can I get a regular wine for myself? Certainly. Red or white? Red. Certainly. Do you wish <laughs> any points towards the bottle here? Or would you like a new bottle? Uh, no, I'd like a different bottle. Because I would like to see if he can drink a regular bottle of wine. Certainly. And he goes back and he brings a bottle out and gets another goblet. This, again, all the cups here don't seem to match with each other. It seems everything is just kind of individually acquired <clears> and, you know, like none of the chairs or tables or anything in here match. And he pours it in the goblet and hands I it to I smell it. It smells like red wine. It's a little bit sweeter than you're normally used to, but it smells like red That's wine. Fine. Uh, and he, he but it definitely does not smell like the other red wine. Does not smell like the other red wine. Quote and unquote he, red wine. He slides the bottle to you. Goes the the rest of the bottles here if you'd like it. Thank you. I have him another silver. Okay. He, he nods and smiles at you and goes back to wiping down the bar. All right. Here, here's some red wine that you ordered. But I, you ordered it. No, drink it. This is this is. Drink I don't it. understand. I mean, how would you know? Then you should wine have no problem some. if you you ordered just regular red wine. I have very specific tastes. Yeah, blood of blood. No, I did not order blood. I ordered oh, apparently red that's wine. what you wanted. I don't believe that. I, I just gesture over at Hammond. See, this is exactly what we're talking about. Inferior. He can never tell the truth. Inferior, perhaps not. Lying, I, I see what you mean. I, how? Why? I don't understand why you guys think I'm always lying to I, you. I don't. Uh, Hammond I've looks at you and goes. I've never been nothing but truthful. Hammond looks at you and goes, <laughs> well. You couldn't I, even tell us what you were drinking. I don't necessarily I think that you're lying, Jathal. I think that you are being deceptive. Which is lying! With style! <laughs> I don't care! Uh, the two uh, uh, human women with uh, uh, that were blue-skinned, uh, one of them stands up and goes, Well, I guess it's time we better head out. The other one looks up her and looks confused and then looks at your table, looks over at the door, and then kind of like opens her eyes and sort of a look on her face that says, oh yeah, I see what you mean. Uh, stands up, finishes her entire drink, or at least half of her drink in a single, you know, long sip. You know, nods. Ah, good times. They, uh, they, they both stand up, grab their coats and their weapons, and they head out the door. Well, that doesn't bode well. I'm like, 
I don't understand what me drinking your wine will prove. Uh-huh. Because, of course, you don't have the, uh, the cursed, uh, blade that Tegan has I that has the didn't... exact same curse on it. I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what he had. Uh-huh. I, like I said, our curses could be very different. We are from different times, different worlds, different universes. But the funny thing is, when we first met you and confronted you on this, you said you had a similar curse, but were able to find a way around it. So which story is it? I mean, it's, it's similar. I would say yes. I, 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 I do have... What is, what is his ailment? What is his curse? Exactly. So what is your curse exactly? Well, Ham- Hammond kind of stops how am and spins I... and looks directly at you, Dathal, with a big smile on his face. How am, how am I supposed to tell you what's different if I don't know exactly what his is? No, you just want to find a way to twist and contort things to make it slightly different. However, the real fact of the matter is you are cursed. You would know yes. exactly what your curse is. We just want you to explain it. I do know what my curse is, but you were asking what the difference was. No, I asked what and your I curse don't know. was. Those were my words. The first thing you asked, though, was what makes my curse different? I followed up with a well, better question. How about you? How, I have an easy way of solving this. You tell us what your curse is, we'll tell you what his curse is, and then we can compare. How does that work for you? <sighs> I don't understand how this is at all relevant when we don't eat, when Tegan isn't I even here. Like, that are you not worried matter. about him? Oh, he the door his way get here when he gets here. He's Tegan. He's always late. The door opens up, and on the other side. Oh, of the is door, that him? You see a woman, a uh, elven woman. She has perfectly flawless pale blue skin. Um, she walks in, and when she opens the door, a gust of cold air comes in, and it, it like even like the fire in the uh, the fireplace diminishes. Is it slightly. the uh, Snow Queen or Ice Queen, Winter Queen? Um, she. So she has, um, you're not sure if she's wearing it or it's growing out of the top of her head, but there is this sort of crystalline crown uh, that appears to be made of ice that um, is on top of her head. And she's got these flowing white, uh, translucent white robes. Uh, And she walks in and uh, the other four sitting at the uh, table that, that were all playing cards with each other. Um look uh, up and they uh one of them stands up the uh uh the satyr uh at sitting at the table stands up and he goes oh i'm i'm so sorry here here you go and he like gives her his chair and the uh cat folk looks up and goes finally you're here we've been waiting for you we had a, him to fill in for a while and the uh, satyr like you know kind of very like very shyly and you know hadn't been acting like this at all prior to now but all of a sudden is like st- stammering over his words like I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I'm, I was keeping it warm for you and she just looks at him and goes, I mean I didn't mean that it's it's here for you uh, I'll be going now and he like goes out the door and the door closes behind him 
And she sits at the table, and they go back to playing cards. Now with this uh, this uh, blue elven lady now playing with cards with at the table as well. None of you them said it was a pay Seder? any heed you to said you it whatsoever. Was four... You what? There, there were four people at the table over today. There was a satyr, a gnome, a catfolk, and a pixie. The pixie wasn't actually in a chair. She's actually sitting on the table itself with the card, with the playing cards. Mm. But there were four at the table. The satyr is who got who got up and left and left, you know, gave her his chair. Hmm. But oh, none of was... them seem to regard any of your conversation, any heed whatsoever, and go back to their card game. All right, buddy. That, that was strange. I was really hoping that was Tegan. Yeah, he's not that prompt. He'll probably come through with, like, no pants on or some sort of weird story. So so who do you think she is? She seems... Think Stop funny. changing the subject. I wasn't... I mean, I would, yes, you were. I didn't change it. Her walking in, really. I, so, my curse... I, how about this? My curse makes me look the way that I am. No, it's not it, that. Drink the wine. You didn't let me finish. Thank you. Uh, I don't get the... I don't get the required sustenance out of eating and drinking as I used to, which has further made me not look the best, as you can see. Mm-hmm. Hammond looks over at Tormund and goes, I think this might be the truth for once. Drink the wine. Why is it always the wine? Because you're not drinking it. I was drinking my wine, yes. No, you're not going to try blood? and turn this back on us as something that we are doing. I This is a never. test for you. Why Why am I being tested? Oh, I don't because know. Because you're you've the been one lying. lying. Since you've met us. Trying to use us for your own goals. That kind of thing. Isn't he also the reason we uh, lost the other stone? The green one that was in the uh, uh, the throne room? I was not involved in that. That was all Tegan and Tormir. Tegan was the one that used his, his orb of fire to burrow in and try and get to it. I was still at the top. I didn't want to do it that way. I wanted to find a better solution. Can you just make everybody happy and drink the darn wine? I mean... We're not going to give is, up on it. Is, is that really everyone's will? Is that what's going to make everyone happy? It won't make me happy, but at least answer a question for me. Uh, 
I mean, I, okay. I'll try and drink some wine. That's fine. I, so you drink wh- the which wine? wine? That, that... Which wine? Are you asking me to drink I my own or the wine in front of him? Just you know. Oh, okay. This one, I kind of sniff at it. Oh, oof! It smells kind of sweet. I'm not sure if I'm a fan of sweet wines. That I doesn't matter. The dry you ones. don't have to drink the whole thing. Not much of the diabetics, are you? No, no. What's what's that? Ah, nothing. Never mind. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Uh, I guess if this will put things to bed, um, I'll. I lift it and put it to my lips and take a sip. I roll. Um, can I roll perception to make sure he's drinking? <laughs> sure. Are you actually drinking, or are you trying to? Uh, I be mean. Deceptive? So it would be perception. Thirty-five. Versus... Okay, so if you're trying to not take a sip, go ahead and give me a deception check, Jethal. <laughs> you do get a racial plus four bonus to it. Okay. What to being a vampire? <laughs> uh, so I rolled is a twenty-five, so plus four, so twenty-nine. Okay. Um, so out of game. Jethal, were you trying to actually sip it or were you trying to pretend to sip it? I mean... No, outside of game, what was your character actually doing? His character still can't stop lying. I was going to take a... I was going to try and take just like the most minute sip in the world. Like basically not any at all, but... But you get a little bit in your mouth type thing. A little bit. Just the tiniest. So... So Tabitha, is, who's looking very closely, sees that he does take a tiny sip, but he was very much trying not to take a sip at all, but he kind of takes like the smallest sip you can imagine. Um, and Jathal, um, you, it tastes, this wine tastes sandy to you. <laughs> you don't know that, Tabitha. She does not know that. Uh, it's a very dry yeah, so wine. I, it's a very dry wine. <laughs> I, yes, I uh, lower the glass and I'm like, hmm, actually it is very dry. Interesting how the level of the sand down. Why you didn't change at all? Come I on, take a hearty sip. He wasn't sip. actually you taking know, a sip. But I did really take a want, sip. If we really want to test him, why doesn't he just take a drink and spit the stuff back into the cup? Oh, that'd be fair. I like That's, that one. It sounds gross um all wine connoisseurs take a tasting they don't actually drink it are you a wine connoisseur the jethal i know is a wine connoisseur well he is also from a a different world i wouldn't say that i'm a absolute connoisseur i like fine drink the bloody thing (laughs) i did no no don't drink the bloody one oh true I don't understand why this is such a thing when when your okay. friend is out missing. I, I think we've proven our point. He is obviously trying to deceive. So uh, I think that validates your argument, Tabitha. I, Tabitha. I, Tabitha. Tabitha. Yes, that's that's 
<laughs> That's the Amish version of Tabitha. <laughs> ah, Tabitha, you've been long in the fields. She really knows how to raise a barn. <laughs> She's a brick house. Oh. So anyway, um, at this point in time, um, you know, in your conversation, you've noticed, um, and Tabitha, you were very focused on Jathal, so you probably were not the first one to notice. Uh, I will say that uh, Tormir is the first to notice overall, as he's kind of has his attendance split up among things. Um, as you guys were talking about what happened in the throne room, and who's, that it was um, specifically Have Tegan, we met the Winter Queen yet? You have not. Uh, specifically that you, uh, what you said happened yeah. in the throne room and that the, um, that the, it was his ball of fire that was, you know, used and that was not the tactic that you guys were going to take. And, you know, um, was, um you, Toromir just notices that of them, this blue skinned elven woman is the only one who seems to be taking notice of their, uh, conversation. She's still playing cards. They're still having conversations among the four of them. But she seems to be glancing over and specifically listening into your conversation as this is all happening. Tormir is the first to notice that. I think I'm going to go for a walk outside. Athena, do you want to join us? Or join me? Um, I mean, outside in this place may be a little different, but uh, let's give it a go. I mean, can't be any worse than the conversation we're having in here. Oh, it's it's atrocious. So you're just gonna leave me? Can I come? Um, just make sure Tabista, 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 Tabitha, words, words, and things and stuff. No, the Tabitha so can come with. So, am I invited or not? <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, yes. Oh, with that warm welcome. So the three of you stand up to walk away. Um, Hammond and Jathal are sitting at the table, more or less looking confused, both at the three of you and at each other. Um, Are you going to find Tegan? You seem so concerned. We should probably look for him. Well, we have a... We have a a shared goal. No, I'm not looking for Tegan. I know he's going to show up here eventually. I just wanted some fresh air. Oh, okay. Well, I can wait to see if he shows up while you're out. All right. Well, I'll be back in a in a kit. Okay. As Tormir begins walking towards the door, the blue-skinned elven woman says, and it's fairly uh, interesting, echoey voice. She goes, "I wouldn't do that if I were you." She, she doesn't even look up from the cards that she's playing, but you know you have the feeling that she's talking directly to you, Tormir, and anyone else who's walking towards the door. Oh, uh, uh pardon my rudeness for not introducing myself. Uh, my name is Tormir. What what is your name? She stands up and. At this point in time, you notice, so the chairs themselves are not, but the tables and even the bar itself is actually, normally these are furniture that sits on the floor. These are part of the floor. 
Um, so like where the table leg ends is where the floor you know, begins. It's kind of a seamless connection. Um, she stands up and goes, well, um, if you would like to learn who we are, I suggest you join our game. And as she like gestures to the side, the table itself grows in length. Uh, mostly pushing the pixie who's sitting on the table further away from the rest of them. And she's like, hey, hey! And, uh, you know, f more chairs just kind of grow up from the ground um, as the entire building itself lengthens hmm. um, to pretty much accompany the, the, the table space. The bar itself also partially lengthens as well because it's kind of proportional to the size of the building. Um, and chairs come up, and the chairs themselves, as soon as they grow out of the ground, are more or less detached. They can slide around independently. And there are now a grand total of nine seats at the table. And she goes, have a seat. There was four of them, and there's, I guess there's five of us with Hammond. And she goes, I am the Winter Queen. Please, have a seat. Oh, bollocks. I I go ahead and have a seat uh, near the Winter Queen. Okay. I, just, I sit next to the pixie. I just grab a seat away from Jethal. Okay. Well, if you take a seat first, then how do you know you're away from me? <laughs> he, will, he will move seats if required, most likely. <laughs> I'll figure out a way to move the seats. <laughs> they may be built into the ground, but I'll figure it out. Uh, the seats are not attached. Only the table appears to be attached. That's fine. I'll I'll uh, I'll move over and sit on the table. Sit okay. on the table. On yeah. the table. There is one sit other at person the table. sitting on the table. Uh, all right. So you sit at the table. You know, Hammond also kind of, you know, as seeing everyone else sits there, goes over and sits. He sits right next to Jethal. And that fills up the last seat. So, the Winter Queen goes. So my introduction has been done, and she gestures over towards the uh, catfolk, and he stands up. You see he's got a very fancy coat. He puts one fist over his chest, bows, and he says... Hello, I am the Lord of Amber. And she then gestures over to her other side, where there's the gnome sitting there, and he goes, Hi, I'm Baron Nightingale. And then gestures at that point over, and, he go, and Hammond goes, I'm Hammond Dreyfus. And then next to Hammond is Jethal, gestures to Jethal. Oh, oh, he hi. Uh, I'm, I am Jethalzon. Then gestures next over to the pixie, who's sitting next to Jethal, and she goes, "I, I am the Duchess of Dreams." And then next to the pixie is Tabitha. Gestures to her. Hello, I'm Tabitha. Just Tabitha. Leafwalker. Well met. And next to Tabitha is Tormir. Hello there, I'm Tormir. The dwarf monk. The dwarf monk. <laughs> <laughs> um, alright, and then she goes, just Tormir? I 
she nods and then gestures <laughs> next to Athir. I am Athir. Athir Solaris, if you will. Now that we're all introduced, she holds up her hands and like the deck um, doubles in size and everyone hands their cards back in. And the cat folk starts shuffling and hands cards out to everyone. And she goes, what shall we play? And as she says that, we will end this episode. So, thank you again, listeners, for tuning in to this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Uh, please reach out to us uh, if you have any questions, comments. Um, you can reach us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Also, please follow us on Facebook or and, and like this episode. Uh, give us as many stars as you'd like. I'd prefer five, if you can. Um, on whatever podcasting platform you happen to be listening to this on. But otherwise, in the meantime, friends, uh, keep gaming, friends. I said friends too many times. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper, Pencil, Dice. <laughs>